I love when people he is in the Lord's house. I love when dancer. I love when it's time to do your testimony and you like, oh, I got y'all attention. Oh, okay. DJ. <laughs> Drop the instrumental. I'm going to give y'all track one off of my Jesus is Love, God is Good mixtape. Uh-huh. And he said the hoop shaka like a like a God is good. And he was bopping. And the, you see, the thing is, all you need is two, three people to stand up and bop with you and you good. Right. It don't matter if anybody else could feel it in the crowd. Two or three people standing up with you and shaka like Come on now. All right. Okay. Yes. Then you sell it in the back of your car. No. If after anybody service. gets up in church and starts boom shakalakin, God, that's when the pastor gets up and says, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yo, a pastor would love to, to to politely shut you up with Amen. Amen. Mm. Well, yes. Amen. That's how you do it. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Amen. Nah. Some and he'll throw get... an extra word <laughs> so you can get the hint. Nah. <laughs> Amen. Saints. Saints, give it up. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, nah. And he'd be like, he'd look over to the organist, but like, come. He or she look over to the organist, but like, oh, yeah. tell Usually the organist already knows, like, <laughs> that it's cute. Right. It's just like the Oscars. They just start to play, all right, all just right. to play you off now. <laughs> 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 but you start there like, whoop, shaka, laka, laka, God is good. Oh, whoop, shaka, laka, laka, God is good. Ah, oh, man, I love the church. When I was younger, I used to laugh at moments like that. But, like, secretly. You would get in trouble, though. Of course I would get in trouble. So but I had now. to hold it in, you know, you know, put my head in between my dress, you know, whatever. You know, buckle my shoe real quick right. so I could laugh on a low under my seat. <laughs> but now. But now. Buckle the shoe is a class. Don't bring me. <laughs> your, so just get your head underneath the pew so you can just lose it. <laughs> don't bring me to your church because Yo. obviously I'm still a little bit immature and Somebody catch the Holy Spirit next to me. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at the reason. I'm not laughing, and I don't think it's silly, but I think I'm still immature because gonna, I find it hilarious. You're just going to break out. I'm. <laughs> I'm going, you know, when you walk away in church, you got to put your hand up. Like, what's that little one thing? Yes. And you just put your hand up while you're walking away as if, like, excuse me, yeah. I'm pointing myself right to the door. Yeah. I'm going outside to cry laugh. I have to live vicariously through some people in church sometimes because there are some funny things that happen. But exactly. I can't show it on my face. I, you can't. The way the position I sit, I, I can't show it on my face. Because of where you see, but my me brother. But okay. and so I have to die on the inside every time. Every single time you see, mm-mm. oh, mm-mm. Well, but I imagine just being that age and I just be able to just laugh it mm-mm. up where you need to. And it's not, and it's nothing against like anything yeah. with religion. I grew up in the church, but it's oh, just no, it's, it's, ever since funny. I was younger. Funny, it's funny wherever anybody you go. Caught, like I would either be scared of you catching the Holy Spirit. Or I would think it's hilarious. Okay, I don't laugh at everybody catching <laughs> the Holy Spirit, but some... Not everybody, of okay. course. All right, yeah. But if you you do that sudden drop, oh, Stop! Lord. I'm done. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> I've, been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Bopping, bopping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. Welcome 
welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to see some fireworks. You can listen to this podcast on your way to First Sunday. Yes, that's true. But either way, <laughs> anyway, this is the On The Way Podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you? I'm feeling really blessed to be here, to be in this space this evening. Um, it's my season, summertime. Oh. I'm not complaining about any weather. Anything. Don't talk to me about weather. Okay. All I want to know is if it's going to rain or not, yeah. so I can be prepared. Is, but don't, I don't, don't, don't complain don't, to me about it being hot. Ice is cold, like we know. I agree with you. How many layers I had to put on in winter time? I'm done with that. Yeah. For a little bit, and then it just goes away. But I'm just happy to be in this moment. Happy to be alive. Happy to be six feet above. It's just great to appreciate your blessings, you know, and always remind yourself to put that over anything you're complaining about. You everything may go wrong in your day, okay, but mm. what are you grateful for? All right. You still got to live another day. Oh, you still got to experience it. You still got to like you have a reason to be here. Well How are you, Khalil? Well <laughs> had a word for the people in the day. You know? Oh whoo shaka laka like God is good. Oh I can't believe people, y'all. That's nuts. Oh, um man. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing really good. I'm just relishing in the fact that it's summer 2019. It's really here. Like, it's just, I'm um, having a great summer. That's good. Yeah, I've been working out every day. I've been doing this bike every day. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait until, like, the end of August to look down and be like, black guy, just to see it. I'm committed. All it is, consistency and, you know, dedication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, well, America is having a birthday tomorrow. And you know, happy birthday, girl. I guess it's kind of <laughs> it's a little tough. It's still a little tough to just be like happy, happy America uh, uh, Independence Day, right? Especially because this week, the, I don't know if you saw, but the Congress people they got to go visit the children's facilities where they're holding the kids, uh, and they hostage. weren't yeah they weren't supposed to tell us what they saw, but they did anyway. Mm. And they had people eating from drinking from toilets. Not surprised. Like they didn't have sink water, so they said drink from toilets. That's what they've been doing. So it's just it's hard. It's hard. But uh happy birthday, America. I'm gonna go see some fireworks tomorrow. Definitely gonna do that. And I'm gonna have a great fourth of July. Um, real quick, speaking of fireworks, y'all people love to start fireworks on oh July first. And end on July seventh, please. Yeah, I've been hearing fireworks stop. for the last two weeks. Okay. Wait. Oh, just wait. Stop. I have just a let it bag full of fireworks, Sylvester. Tomorrow, the last. I've day. had it in my room for the last two years. We don't. We don't want to. I don't it know one another time that I can do it. I bought them in a state that sold them. They sell fireworks in the supermarket in here now. That's I think they're amazing. legal. Yeah. But I don't know another time to do it. I think I'm going to let them off tomorrow. I don't want it to get too hot in my room one day and I just be sleeping. And then it go, buck, buck, All right. <laughs> and this is where we move on. Just saying, man. All right. <clears throat> Let's jump into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. 
To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at InstinctENT, where we release it every Wednesday. This week, we've got Indigo by Chris Brown, Case Study 01 by Daniel Caesar, Bandana by Freddie Gibbs, and Perfect Ten by Mustard. I'll go first. Okay. This week, from my first album, I had... Was it one album or was it four? <laughs> Indigo by Chris Brown. There are two... There are three things I will always say about Chris Brown. The brother can write the hell out of a song. Facts. Sing his ass off in that studio. Mm-hmm. And doesn't hog the yes, plat location. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just trying to, to give my report. Uh-huh. Okay. And he doesn't hog the platform that he's created. Right. Um, he continually shares and reaches out to establish and up-and-coming R&B acts as well. And he reminds me of Whitney Houston in that way. Because she was, she was always trying to collaborate with everybody. Right. Well, he definitely didn't prove me wrong in his 10th studio album, Indigo. It's a 32-song offering filled with R&B in all its different forms, from slow jam to trap to hip-hop to dance to pop, from beginning to end. He has collabs on here with Tank, Trey Songs, Tory Lanez, Justin Bieber, Inc., Drake, Gunna, Lil Wayne, Joyner Lucas, Nicki Minaj, G-Eazy, Tyga, Juvenile, Lil Jon, and her. I tried my hardest not to compare it to 2017's 45-song album, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, which I, which I loved. Some of my favorites on here were definitely Come Together featuring her. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice collab. I would like to hear it live with the instrumentation as well. Um, Temporary Lover featuring Lil John samples Alicia Myers. I want to thank you. And I didn't know if I was supposed to thank God or drink something. Oh. Uh, I didn't. That's what the record sounds like. <laughs> I guess I overlooked Wobble Up featuring Nikki and g Easy because that goes. That has a video, too. Yeah. Need a Stack featuring Lil Wayne and Joyner Lucas is also a bop. Of course, No Guidance featuring Drake. I'm so glad that they made up and can work together because Rihanna really ain't worried about neither one of them. Oh, my gosh. And they sound great together. <laughs> so once they got over that, it's great. Sorry Enough also samples the clips grinding beat with uh, with like an R&B tinge to it but my top two have to be mm-hmm. Troubled Waters and Trust Issues slash Acting I've been working late You've been on my case You wish I was better at Feeling you over oh, that 
a few songs. You mentioned Come Together. Nigga was cool. Um, he No Guidance is cool. No Guidance, I like how um, him and Drake had the collab. Because, of course, you know the whole beef thing. And then they squashed it um, last year um, on the... What tour was it when he went with... Um, when oh, it was Drake, Drake and Migos. Drake that's and the Three Amigos. Drake mm-hmm. and the Three Amigos. I don't know if that's what it's called. Drake and the Three Migos tour. It was called Drake and the Three Migos? I thought it was... That sounds like cheesy a little the bit. The Scorpion tour? I don't know. Well, anyways, well, he when he went on tour with Migos, um, and then they visited L.A., and then they saw how Chris Brown, you know, oh, that was cool. And then when No Guidance dropped, I was like, all right, this is cool. It's catchy. I don't know. I don't love it. Like, I, I wanted to love it for mm. some reason. Um, other than that... Yeah, like you said, Chris Brown really does know how to um, catch us with his songs and his performances. And, you know, aside from the problematic things that he says or does, he's fine. Uh, I remember listening to Fury and Crystal, and they were like, yo, we haven't really had to say his name that often. And I've been listening, and they really haven't no. had to say his name that often as that, they um, used to. Right. He still pops up here and there. Yeah. He does. I mean, but he's Chris Brown. It's like what I say, like, um, what's that story of the scorpion and the, the alligator or something? Oh, it's about how the alligator, like, is it the alligator or a snake? Or or anyways. Oh, so it's basically saying how like the the, the it alligator is a tale for you to learn today. I have a <laughs> I have a fable for you. I like the alligator. I think it's like the alligator, um, or maybe it's a dog. Anyway, it's basically what saying how dog? it's what it's an animal that's like 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 weaker than okay. a scorpion. Okay. About how the animal goes to um carry the scorpion across the river, and halfway there the scorpion bites him, and he's like, oh, why, why did you bite, did you me? bite me? Right. He's like, well, I'm a scorpion. I'm a scorpion. That's what scorpion. I do. What did you? You can't get you know you can get upset about the things that Chris Brown says or does, but he's Chris Brown. No, son, what did you that's what he does. And that's what. He and I'll just leave that at that. <laughs> All right. For my first album this week, I had Case Study 01 by Daniel Caesar. We didn't get a chance to um, review his 2017 uh, Fruitian. We were on vacation that day. Mm-hmm. Freudian. Is it Freudian? Yeah. I've been saying Fruitian this whole time, and no. nobody, nobody corrected well, me. That's why you got me. Thank you. You like my um, like my Wikipedia out loud. Okay. <laughs> mm. Like my Rosetta Stone. Of English. Because <laughs> nobody else does it. And well, then I come here and I'm like, it's it's Freudian. you like, it's Freudian. No, you said other way. It's all the way now? No, you Jeez. said Freudian and I said Freudian. Ah, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Anyways, which I loved and admired that album. He signed to Golden Golden. Child Records. Mm. Um, and he's from Canada, of course. Um, now, prior to listening to this, of course, I love his first album. Mm-hmm. He said, a, you know, a few controversial things. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, should I let this, like, mm. overshadow my my opinions and my views um, about his music? Because nowadays, like, you old tweets can resurface and you can find out your favorite artist's you know, was once very homophobic or is very racist or, you know, is high-key this or whatever. Like, do you separate the artist and the art. And I feel like sometimes it's a strong line. Like, I'm not listening to Robert Kelly's music anymore. No. <laughs> that's, that's not happening. No. <laughs> you know, I don't, do I don't care. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not. I catch my, even when I catch myself slipping, I say, whoop, self, <laughs> next song. <laughs> 
You know how many times I when I step and I want to go side to Ooh. side? <laughs> but I stop. How many times I just be yawning and I'd be like, my mind is telling me, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Good morning. <sighs> you remind me of my ABCs mm. because I'm not going to say it. Mm-mm. And I won't. Mm-mm. But anywho, um, I decided to just look at it as Daniel C. your 24-year-old, you know, young artist who's going to express themselves in any type of way. So mm-hmm. until you say something else that I feel like crosses the line, I'm going to give your music a listen. You know, I'm trying to see if I don't like this brand of Kanye, Daniel Caesar artistry. Like, tell me how you feel. Let me know exactly who you are. And then I'll decide exactly how far I want to go in supporting your music. Because I like your music. I do. But I also want to, you know, know, I'm going to give it a chance. How far I'll go with supporting you. Right. It does. As well. Um, so. Um, but, like I said, I met this guy. And he was a really cool guy, man. So when this stuff comes out, it's like, oh, like really? Did you? Case study 01, I have to say, I really, really, really enjoyed this project. Yeah. All right, so a few faves. <clears throat> Are you okay? Really, like, put me in a mood. Mm. Um, superposition with John Mayer, which I already knew that mm. he was going to have him on an album because, I mean, they performed together and things of that nature, mm-hmm. um, which is such a great, sweet collab. Um, I love Cyanide so, so much. Um, I was like, okay, Daniel. I didn't know like you had like Jamaican roots and or island roots and you could actually go back and you know touch base on that and it won't sound like forced um, like somebody else that I know from Canada. Yeah, they be living in Canada. They be living in Canada. Um, Love Again, the collab with Brandy. I ran back three Ugh. or four times. It was oh. disgustingly beautiful. Before I went, I played it in order. And then when I got there, I just got stuck. You, yeah, I looped it around a few times. I was like, this is really up as well um i got I, I feel like i could compare it to his first album because i did get um intimate moments of him i did get truth from him i did get um um just just realness from him from the whole project mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed it word for my second album this week i had bandana by freddie gibbs and mad lib 
Freddie is a rapper and native of Gary, Indiana, and Madlib is a producer slash DJ from Oxnard, California. Mm-hmm. This is Freddie's seventh studio album and Madlib's 22nd. There are features on this project from Yasin Bey, Black Thought, Anderson Pack, Pusha T, and Killer Mike. I think Freddie's awesome with his bars, and I also felt like this was a perfect meeting of soul and hip hop. I would love to hear, even though it's never going to happen, a uh, collab between Freddie Gibbs and Rick Ross. Uh, he said in a 2010 interview, it'll never happen. Who knows if it's changed? But my favorite tracks on this project were Education featuring Yasin Bey and Black Thought. Yeah, I like that one as well. Palm Olive featuring Killer Mike and Pusha T. They sound great together. And Cataract. Chilling in my old school, Chevy thing, Cadillac, smoking on that good, good, good for my cataract. Fucking up this bad food, fast food, getting fat, nine extended clip attack, swinging it like a battle axe, living like Vita Broker, fucking these smokers up and bagging crack. Antonio Montana drink, mama wasn't having that. Niggas ain't no no better, we fuck them and pass them, we was passing rats. Bitch, you wet my wood up, drive my shit off for you, pass it back. Pass it back, pass the Cody got me passing out. Crime mixing with crank, I'm trying to see what that about. Remember we hit that lick and tied up them crips in that Atlanta house. Had to smoke that nigga that came along with us because he was gonna rat us out. Seems like my actions was devil sin, I can't sympathize. I feel like Freddie's like such a laid back rapper. But, you know, his personality, his style. And for my second album, um, I had a producer from LA by the name of DJ Mustard. Mm-hmm. And his third album, Perfect Ten. Now he's a producer, he's been producing since 2010. Um, one of his first collaborations was was with YG um, on his second mixtape, The Real Four Fingers. The Real Four The Real Four Fingers. Um, and since then, he's been producing like all of YG's mixtapes and a lot of YG songs as well. Um, he's actually produced a lot of catchy hits such as I'm Different, featuring 2 Chains, and um, Rag City featuring Tyga. Um, everybody knows his tagline, Mazarana uh, which I could not realize what it was. I thought it was Muzzard. Mustard on the beat. Oh. I know, but like when you slow it down, you can hear it. But I had to, he had to like say it for me to go, oh, Mustard, like your name. Got it. Okay. All right, so let's talk about some faves from this. Um, number one, Perfect Ten featuring Nipsey Hussle. Um, it's so good to hear more of Nipsey music, um, even after he's passed, mm-hmm. that he's approved of, that, you know, he that was supposed to come out when it was supposed to come out and things of that nature. I love when that happens rather than like, 10 years later, you get like a random Nipsey album that, did he say release this in 10 years? Or did he say not to release it at all? It's coming now. A lot of your faves, um, it happens to our faves. Um, on God has been on repeat. That's since, a good one. Since it's released. Yeah. Because it released first as a single and then the album had dropped. I really like Berg's verse. Exactly. Oh God, your diamonds don't dance like this. You ain't got no soldiers taking no chance like this. On oh God, now ain't nobody triller than this. Go anywhere around where nobody realer than this. On oh God, I be limping in the Hamptons. I just got an architect to build a big ass mansion. On oh God, now I'm ready for expansion. And my opus left me, but I swear I'm so handsome. Oh God, I got in with the nine millimeter. Oh God, I'm in a red Lamborghini, a two seater. Oh God, I'm in hard bottom seats, ain't sneakers. I need a bad bitch, half whole, half diva. Oh God, balling is um, featuring one of my favorite new artists, Roddy Rich. Um, he's on the, he's one that's on the song "Racks in the Middle" with um, Nipsey Hussle on his album. Um, Ten bands featuring Migos, YG and Meek. Um, Pure Water featuring Migos. Yeah. They performed that at the BET Awards. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and Interstate Future in the Future, that was pretty cool. Whoa, Whoa was also awesome. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this project up and down because of its originality. It wasn't a DJ album that, I mean, I guess all DJs, they release different types of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't a DJ album that I was just like, all right, it's going to be a bunch of remixes of songs that I already heard. Mm-mm. You know, we had original songs, we had bops. It, we had we had stuff that I can hear being played in this season and next. Yeah, it really did range. It went the full spec- uh, spectrum of what I think hip hop is today. It's um, it really was a full perfect ten records. I really like Whoa Whoa featuring Young Thug and Gunna. Mm-hmm. It was a great mix of R and B in there. I love that LMA is like the queen, like the princess of um, what's the name of his? Is it is it mustard? The mustard on the beat. Like I just know like. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. her. She's like a like a princess of of whatever he's, whatever it is. Yeah, um, with Ty Dolla Sign and LMA on the track, that was nice. I really enjoyed this record. It wasn't like mm. you have to say it because I already said it. It wasn't a bunch of uh, album with a bunch of remixes. Mm. Yeah, I felt consistency and cohesiveness right. from this project really took time with the with sculpting exactly which tend to put on there liked it this week for our honorable mention we had oasis by j bobbin and bad bunny And now it's time for music news. All right, so Jamal, please. Pharrell, <clears throat> over the weekend, he did a keynote speech at Harlem Children's Zone Promise Academy um, at their graduation ceremony. And while on stage, he announced that he's offering internship internships to the entire graduating class following the students' first year of college. Mm. That's amazing. He said, let me, be, let me be clear. Every member of the 2019 graduating class is guaranteed an internship waiting for them. You, next summer. It's one thing to be woke, another thing to be awake, leaned in, and engaged. Mm. So every student in the charter school's 2019 class received offers to attend college um, and universities. And wow. yeah, you see, that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, Pharrell also said that in order for us to get our community, these children and these facilities out of poverty, we want to make sure that they are connected to a livable wage. Mm. I think that's just self-explanatory. If you want changes and things to happen, you got to do it. Well, I hope that they continue from young age to know, also learn good business and legal documents. I think learning business should be like a number one thing. Well, so I'll tell you, because Taylor got swifted. Wow. So. Yeah, I smell bologna sandwiches. Oh, I found <laughs> out, and that's why I never ate that stuff. I really found out that bologna, it's not a meat. Like, it's not, it don't come from no animals. It's just like, it's man-made. Like, what is that? It's just, I never ate that stuff. Anyway, but I never had to either. So, God bless. 
Amen. I think that um so it was announced this week that Taylor Swift that Taylor the that Taylor Swift's masters of her first six albums were sold to one of her arch nemesis, Scooter Braun, manager of Justin Bieber, uh I think at one point or still is Ariana Grande, at one point Kanye West. Um, someone that she really doesn't get along with. She has several online altercations with him. And I just think it's just interesting to talk about how this person now has control of her masters because he bought them from the company that she signed her record deal to. Crazy. Because Scooter Braun bought her record bought her record label and now owns her masters. And she said that she wasn't ever offered her masters back. She said the deal that she was offered was um, you can have your six masters back once you make something new for us, then you can get them back one album at a time. So once you make Crazy. a new album, then you can have that one back. You make another album, you can have that one back. So it's like, yeah, we'll give them to you, but you owe us. It's like you never really leave nope. like six at a time. You want those six, the new six you made, you got to make six more. So it's interesting. Um the music industry will enslave you. You better watch out, brother. It will. It just really, you just really have to, I think it just it puts the emphasis on why ownership is so important from mm-hmm. the beginning. And it's hard because you really come to a big label that has all this money with nothing. Right. And you're just happy to get put on from not having to sing to survive anymore. Now you can sing and thrive. However, it's like you got to be careful of the cost. At which cost is it? Um, I always think it's better to own your stuff from the beginning and not give it up. And just trust that while you hold on to it, it's really going to... Investing and holding on to it is going to pay off in the long run. Best of luck, girl. I know you have no sympathy or empathy for Taylor <laughs> Swift. I'm not even talking about her. It's not even no, her. No, and, and, and even in general, it's it's risky, like you said, being in the industry. It's, it's it's very risky, you know? Scratching and surviving. <laughs> Good times. On the way, listeners, what are other ways you can leverage the things you want by using ownership of what you have? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Just to take it slow. Working all night and now I need a Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. Um, What's going on this week, Khalil? Well, I just wanted to just give an update on the debates. We had our first uh, round. The presidential race, in my opinion, has really started now. Right. And it's great to just think of another alternative option beside the current president. Mm-hmm. 
It's just great to even think about that. Even that just calms me down. So, And I got to watch both debates. Okay. People, How'd you enjoy that? People are really, um, I really don't think that Joe Biden is the answer. People are really pulling for him. And I just think like, yes, he's safe. Okay, he could beat Trump. Maybe he's safe. But then once he gets in there, I don't want you safe. But I think it's just people are just so excited about getting Trump out of there. I say, let's take, let's be bold. Let's even go another step further. Let's get him out of there. And let's get him out of there with somebody that we're excited about. Right. Like, why not? I think it's going to come down to Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren at this point, and Kamala Harris. And let me tell you, I definitely I think it's going to come down to Kamala team, Harris. I am team Kamala. People say what they want to say about her, that, that she's not for black people, that she because she's a prosecutor. I would love, I would pay money, I would love to see a debate between her and Donald Trump and watch her prosecute his on national television. I don't think he would know what to do. However, I hope that... Um, he might end up going out like a black baby. Yeah, 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 like yeah. That. They tried it already. They tried, the Sun came out this week and, and tweeted something saying that because her mom is Indian and her dad is Jamaican, that she's not a real black person and she's not really down for black people. And she was her family were <laughs> black slave owners. How could y'all like her? And it was like somebody. Donald Trump's son looks like a rat. <laughs> it was like fucking Mr. Ratburn. Okay, <laughs> get out of here. So they're trying like stuff like that already. I mean, and I hope that she's prepared for any kind of mastermind stuff that they may try to go after her with just with simple stuff but i hope that she really knows how to come back at him and make him look foolish on the stage i would love to see that that's all i got wow this week for my queen spotlight i want to shine a beautiful light on disney's new little mermaid Mm. for the live action film um halle bailey bailey and not Barry. I thought it was because Hallie y'all Bar- can't read. Yeah, at first glance. Okay, Harry Barry, um, um, nice vintage self gonna be playing from Ariel. <laughs> they said they, they said Halle Berry. It said Halle Berry at first glance. It said Halle Berry playing Ariel in in Disney's live remake of The Little Mermaid. I said. What? Right. Don't make no type of sense. Is it like Little Mermaid all grown up? Right. <laughs> she gonna, she gonna play her young self? Right. Cause y'all love doing that, putting some some you know young makeup on and having somebody play their young self. But then when that, I thought of that was what Ke- Kevin Hart did in um night school. And and with that lace cornrow he had on. <laughs> so annoying. They could have got a younger him, and then he could have just grown up. It was then. like a bunch of adults and like teenagers, and they're supposed to be in high school. Kevin Hart with this. That was your movie, though. I told you. <laughs> Anyways, back to Haley. But um, she's gonna kill that. Um. Um, Hallie's a singer, people don't know. Um, her and her sister, Chloe, they're just Chloe and Hallie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also actresses on the show Grownish, which mm-hmm. I do watch. It's so good. So good already so good. in the ABC Disney family. Yeah, already in the family. Um names are already in the page in the payroll system. Right. So, um their direct uh, director said Rob Marshall said that after an extensive search it was abundantly clear. That Halle possesses the rare combination of spirit, heart, youth, innocence, and substance. Plus a glorious singing voice. Um, and all the necessary things she needs to play the role. 
Um, I'm excited. I'm happy for her. I'm happy to see a new version of Ariel. Mm-hmm. Disney does it all the time where they like to make their characters are supposed to be darker, lighter. Um, and, and a lot of movies. Princess of Egypt, was that uh, Disney? Princess no. of Egypt? No. It's DreamWorks. Still, they weren't dark enough. Um, <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. Aladdin. Very light to me. You're mad at Aladdin. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying they weren't. They. I didn't feel like it was actual. Like Can I tell you that growing up, out of all the Disney princesses, Jasmine was always my favorite because she was like the blackest thing we had. We had like she was dark, and she wasn't even black. She was Indian, and that was good for me. I didn't see the colorism and right, in, right, in right. Aladdin. Which is which is wonderful, Don't great. Come for and nobody's coming for Aladdin. Right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Movie. I'm just saying. Disney likes to lighten up a few Hi, things. Anywho, we're not familiar. We're not um unfamiliar with um, remakes being. Being with different characters like um, Cinderella and Brandy. Well, I'm interested to see this, and I want to know if she's going to keep her red hair. Are they going to keep her locks? I mean, I didn't even really think about the fact that oh wow, she's also she black had beautiful, too. Beautiful long locks. I didn't even think about the fact that oh wow, she's also black because I just thought about her and her voice, and I was like oh she's going to kill that. But I'm like oh yeah, this is revolutionary because she's black too. She's but black. like just she's petite. Just thinking of the songs in there and her voice, just when she speaks, it sounds like she's singing. She has one of those kind of voices. Right. I want, yeah, I want to hear her do the um. What's the what's the song? Um, Under the sea. The oh. Yeah, definitely. She's gonna yeah. kill that. Part of this world. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. On the way, listeners. Are you excited? Oh, who else would you like to see play in the live action? Lizzo says she wants to be Ursula. I'd love to see that. That we have to get an all black cast now. Mm. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let's say niggas can't swim. We gonna prove you wrong. Oh my god! I love it. It's gonna raise a whole generation of niggas to learn how to to know how to swim. Oh my god! This could be revolutionary. Think about it. Black scuba dive. On the way, listeners. Colonizing the earth. On the way, listeners. <laughs> who else would you? <laughs> My lord. On the way, listeners. Who else would you like to see in the live action Little Mermaid film? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly, weekly, and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right black. I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Poppin', poppin' on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, You can handle the pressure that comes with their calling. Want to go first? Speak, Lord! (laughs) Speak to me! Speak to me, yeah! I think this goes back to what's made for you is for you. Um, mm. 
it it is because mm-hmm. you know that's my favorite. Yeah, it it and it's mine as well because mm-hmm. it's like you have to always remember that you don't always know what your purpose is. Like you know your purpose is, but what's your purpose? Like what is my thing? What is going what am I gonna stick with like in the long run? What is it? Mm-hmm. What's my calling? You know, sometimes we search and search and search and we get into this groove of something and we're like, Oh, this is it and then we get hit with these challenges when mm-hmm. we're in this groove. But it's up to us to see how bad we really want it. Mm-hmm. If you really want something, every challenge that gets thrown your way, every storm, anything like you are gonna go through the lowest of low. If you keep on going, Mm -hmm. you're going to get to where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. Now, if you let the the storms and the challenges, you know, hold you back, Mm -hmm. that means that wasn't really your calling in the first place. You didn't really want that like you thought you wanted it. Yeah, I completely (laughs) agree with you. I think that um, I think this is definitely tethered onto what's for you will be for you right um i think that your you say your god will never put more on you than you can bear that whatever that whatever pressure it is you're going through at the time i think that you have to kind of always realize that especially once you're in the middle of your calling that it's specific to you right and you probably Meaning that nobody else is experiencing this thing related to this thing that you love Mm -hmm. like you are. And you have to recognize that. That just as much as you love it, there's also going to come parts that you have to deal with. Exactly. And you just have to know that you can't freak out. You have to actually deal with it. And you can. Because if you quit, you sound... Have you ever quit doing something that that was hard and then you go tell somebody, like, what happened? You're like, oh. I mean... Yeah, they look at you like, oh, right, so you gave up that easy? Right, because you end up sounding crazy because you start describing stuff that is, like, great, but, like, only to you. Like, let's say, like, you're, like, the director of the Met, of the the Metropolitan Opera House. Why'd you quit? Oh, I just couldn't take it. I mean, the albums were just so long with with those actors in there. There were so many of those actors, and they just kept complaining about everything. All they wanted was their makeup, and they have their budgets and their costumes, and this one wanted housing, and they were impeding on my housing. And it was like, wait a minute, wait, okay, wait. You had a job when you was working (laughs) with tons of actors? That's it. You had a job. (laughs) You had a job. And you gave up he while you got people out here who keep who, who are trying to get one. Right. Where you was at? You was there. <laughs> you sound nuts. That's like when you get on the train and you, you get a seat. Yeah. And then you decide, you know, I'm just going to stand up. Nobody else is around you. He's right. like, I'm just going to stand up. Right. F it. And everybody comes on the train and sits down. Like, then you're complaining like, damn. <sighs> Wish I had a seat. Well, you did have a seat. Right. Remember, you got up. And I can mostly agree with this, except for I don't sit on them dirty ass okay. subway train. Wow. I stand the whole time. Wow. But I understand what you mean. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash music. And you can find all my music on Apple Music, Tidal, and Spotify under Khalil Daniel. 
And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones. I have to start tweeting again. I feel like I don't tweet as often as I should. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I'm like speaking out loud. Yeah, same. I remember tw Twitter at one point was a thing where it's just we we spoke all our our thoughts and it was just like there. Yeah. And it's still that thing, but I feel like I don't know. I'm using a different outlet, my actual voice. Okay. Like side note, like Instagram was down today. It is, and right? I, it's not just me. No, How come no. whenever I decide to post on Instagram, that's the day it goes down? That's another thing. I started cleaning up my Instagram. I started adding stories. Like, you know, I just tried to make it more accessible. Um, and trying to get hip with the times, I guess. Have a yeah. current modern day Instagram. Yeah, Unk. Y'all be telling me, like, use a, put up my cooking videos. And yeah, like, Unk. You know, rehearsing Some. videos and stuff. So I just did it. But, and, and, and today's day you wanted to do something. Yeah, I was going to post a video, and today is the day that it goes down. I think um, websites like Instagram and Twitter, and when it does things like that, like when it when it crashes or when it like has a big glitch, it's done purposely. I don't think that there's always a reason why. I think it's done purposely. Oh, you guys got to uh, we gotta, uh, shut it down for the day. We don't know why. But yeah, we're trying to fix it. You know, I think it's for a reason. They installing something in my phone right now. They looking back at me. What they need to install is the feature that takes away how many likes you get. Mm. They need to install that and take that away right. already. Yeah, I designed it like four to five to seven times. Wow. I didn't put everything back in order. So take away the likes. I don't really care what they do with that. I think it's best. You just take away the likes. Any advice for me and these, um, these glutes? Okay, so... Your glutes, um, find things. Oh, advice for you is to eat food that can keep you hydrated. Mm. Um, as we get into these warmer temperatures, which I love, I still have to keep myself hydrated. I eat a lot of watermelon, mm. um, a lot of food, just like a black. <laughs> <laughs> um, always keeping water on you. Um, mm -hmm. I still like eat, like eat eat things that'll cool you down. Mm -hmm. I'm a person who I still I will eat like soup in this weather because what? I think it's the island in me. I think that you have a soul of fire. I do. I love 90 degree and higher mm -hmm. weather. Pray for you. And I, what? Don't 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 start speaking in tongues and fall out because because <laughs> you'll just sit there and laugh. I'll be like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh man. But anyways, you can find me on Instagram um, at Sylvie Jones and on my fit page at Sweat by V um, and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones as well. And for everything you heard today, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct E-N-T-I-N-C and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> the look. Well, you just smash your teeth and rolls your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, me time, we roll. Three time, rewind. Late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go.